Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs, you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before. So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hey, 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 vibes in my house. Yeah. You guys, Femmes, welcome, welcome to Manifesting with Rob and Jack. If this is your first time joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Jack. And I'm Robin. Good welcome. Oh my gosh. You guys, we are so excited to be talking and teaching and leading on manifesting this morning and the ways in which Jack and I both lead our own manifesting practices and then also how it comes into play inside your relationships, inside your lifestyle, and of course, inside your business. So all of the things when we activate the manifesting energy and the energy to co-create and to play with the universe this is where like this is the realm of magic mm -hmm. the realm where there's like limitless possibility and it becomes effortless right so let's dive into this the number one thing that I hear people and Jack, I'm sure you would agree as well, but the number one thing that our clients get stuck on the most, and this is within the realm of the woman, you know, within the realm of the, the lifestyle, the habits, the cycles, the patterns, the sex, the image, the, all the things, um, this is in the energy and this is within the business is that they're, they're really stuck on the how. Like, I know I want this. I know that I desire these changes. I know I want the growth in my business. I know that I want to feel more intimate in my relationship. I know I want the body of my dreams. I want, I want, I want, but I don't know how to get it. So today let's really work on deconstructing this framework 
that you're currently using to manifest your dreams and your desires because what you're actually going to learn today is how this framework is keeping you exactly where you are you're actually by accident building and creating this like cage around yourself that is is full of limits and limitations so let's dive into deconstructing this a little bit like let's tear the walls down let's unleash the wild tear the walls down you guys and whenever we talk about the how whenever we're like okay and we're releasing the how the first question we usually get asked is but how how do i release the how mm-hmm. so we really want to invite invite you into this space of really letting go of, of that which you already think you know how you've likely been taught to manifest before so many of us have been taught to manifest one specific way and it actually isn't even aligned for us so like i had shared i was taught to to not be a specific manifester to really like live in the realm of feeling and manifest based on my feelings i'm a specific manifester in my human design the more detailed i get in my manifesting the more that i actually call in that what i'm like actually desiring to call in that's where i really get to play in the quantum realm when i am very specific about what i'm desiring Well, and that's really funny because I was taught to manifest that way. The more specific you are, the better. The more honed in on details about the materials you're trying to attract, you know, the dream house, the man, like make the list with all the characteristics. So I actually grew up practicing my manifestations that way, lists upon lists, upon vision board, upon vision board. And what I actually learned with my human design was that I'm not meant to manifest that way, right? I'm a non-specific. So I'm actually a feelings-based manifester. How do I want to feel in my relationship? How do I want to feel inside that house? What is the gist of it, right? And then I can I can take inspired action to lead myself towards that feeling. And if any of you know me, I'm such an intention setter. I am such a feelings-based person. That's how I I strive to lead myself is based on this feeling that I, I desire to manifest into my everyday. So learning your type when it comes to manifesting is gonna feel, I mean, I don't know about you, Jack, but when I found out I was a non-specific manifester, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. It's like getting the test results back. Like, oh, I'm pregnant. That's why I've been feeling like shit for three months. Like, thank you for giving me the answer. Finally, like I know now, right? So it's like this, like, okay, now I can take that piece of information and move forward with it and begin to practice this in a way that's actually going to work for me, right? Well, and it's interesting how it's just like shifted things for me too as a specific manifester. So funny enough, on Friday, I used the example of like, if you're manifesting your dream house, and then Saturday, my husband and I had a date lined up and we were going out for dinner. We thought we'd do a hike or something first. It was pouring rain. So we were like, let's go for a drive at Squamish Valley Road, where we have been talking about like a year from now, we want to buy a house. And him and I are both specific manifestors. So we we're like, no, let's like actually go look. Like, let's go see like the property that we really desire. Let's like go like poke around in the houses. We set up a showing for a house on Wednesday that we're going to go actually see like, ooh, what is it we like? What is it that we don't like? So we can get really intentional about our manifesting. Before I knew I was a specific manifestor, I probably wouldn't have done that because I'd be like, well, we really don't desire to buy a house for like a year from now. So am I going to go like waste time and like look at houses and like drive 20 minutes out to the valley and like blah, 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 blah. And now I'm like, no, no, this is actually like gets my energy flowing, like gets my like creative juices flowing and ideas. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go. So I'm very clear when the year comes and I want to like manifest my dream house. I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm not. And I can be so specific about it because that's how I operate as a manifester. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing for you too, and maybe there are other women who have experienced this as well, but Jack used to get in her mind a lot about, well, I don't want to go manifest this house and, and like get really specific about what I'm manifesting and create a limit. Right. So Jack is like, I want to keep my all my possibilities open. So I don't want to go manifest 100 women in this program, because what if there could be 300? Right. So this is what we want to tap into today. This idea of limitless expansion, this idea of this or something better and this idea of 
putting yourself in alignment, becoming a magnet for your desires. And what that, I mean, there's so many buzzwords and I totally understand that this language, like, you know, even for me, someone who's in the industry and I teach this stuff, sometimes I hear this language, like become a magnet for your desires. And I'm like, would you just, you know, just like cut it, you know, let's like, let's talk about this in real terms. And so I really get that. And I think today we really want to help you understand what that means in the human experience, like how to become a magnet for your desires in your human body, right? Because this is this is our vessel. This is where we live. And so it's this functionality. And, and this is the how that you all want to know, like, how do I manifest in my body? How do I manifest in my brain? Right. So let's begin to just like discuss, you know, what this really looks like, the idea of limitless expansion and to share some of the tools that we use in our own manifestation practices and what you guys can begin to adapt. Because truthfully, becoming an expert manifester or a manifestation queen begins in your mind. Right. It begins as a really uh, relevant and substantial mindset shift. Well, and this for me, when you're talking about where I used to limit myself, it was like, it was definitely all in my mind. And then when I really started to think of my thoughts as a form of creation, like that was like, okay, my thoughts are creating. Mm. That's when I became like, more like the gatekeeper of my thoughts. You know, I was like, okay, what am I like, what kind of energy am I allowing here? Is it like the energy when I'm manifesting that like, okay, my thoughts have power. So I'm not going to like think X, Y, Z. And then I would be like, oh, but then that thought came in and then I like almost like self-sabotage or punish myself. So I'm like, like that thought, like you can't have that thought. That's a bad thought. And now I really just, I'm like, okay, my thoughts have power. My words have power. My thoughts create. So while I'm the gatekeeper of my thoughts and while I really am like intentional about where I allow my mind to go, I also know how to shift quickly because the thing is you guys, thoughts are going to come in like self-limiting beliefs those thoughts that come in that are going to like sabotage are going to come in. So how do you not let it derail your manifesting? This is the power of your thoughts. You get to call in what you desire, but if you're focusing on all the things you don't want, that's actually what you call in as well. So, so often when, when people are playing the manifesting game, they really focus on like, anytime you say like, I don't want, like anytime you're using the word don't, you're still playing with that energy and like, this is where we really want to be aware. Are you focusing more on what you don't have on where you're lacking? Or are you actually playing in the desire realm? Are you actually focusing your thoughts on what you're wanting to create on what you're wanting to call in on what you're wanting to manifest versus what you don't want to manifest? Right. So if you, once you understand this, once you understand how powerful your thoughts are and you guys we have uh, like an insane amount of thoughts. I mean, if you've ever taken a moment to witness your monkey mind, like doing the dance, then you understand how crazy it is, like what goes on up there, right? So while Jack is the gatekeeper for her thoughts, and I love that image so much, it's impossible to catch every thought. And just like Jack said, it's our job to, to witness the thoughts that are occurring and rather than judging them. So rather than taking that thought of like, oh God, I hope Steve doesn't take my lunch tomorrow. And then compounding that with, why am I thinking about that? Like, no, like you're so stupid. Why would you think like that? Like, why are you putting that manifestation out there? Don't you know anything? Haven't you learned anything? Well, now you're taking that thought and you're like hammering it in with shame, guilt, judgment, right? So you're taking that negative thought or that idea that you've planted that seed and you're just layering it with other worse emotions, right? So we call this compounded emotions, or you can think of it as a garden and like you've planted that seed and now you're just piling on the soil. So it's getting planted deeper and deeper and deeper. So how can you become the witness of your thoughts? And rather than placing judgment on yourself, shift from that thought to a better thought, right? And our coach calls this the better feeling thought is what she calls it. Or, you know, another, um, woman in our hypermind, she would name this belief fetic. So it's like taking your belief and replacing that belief with a better belief. For Jack and I, it's like, what is the thought that you're dealing with right now? And how can you choose again? 
right? How and can I choose again in this moment? What's a what's a thought that is going to shift this energy from a low vibration to a higher frequency? And it literally is as simple as choosing again in that moment, right? So mm -hmm. it's a very simple, quick shift of energy from I don't want this to happen to won't it be amazing when this happens? And I love that you just like that you really said it's the shift of energy because this is what I was talking about before. I'm like, those thoughts are going to come in. There's going to be times when those thoughts come in, like the more and more like you build this muscle, the less they're going to come in or maybe not to the severity. But the biggest thing is like, how fast can you shift these thoughts? Mm -hmm. and, the, and I think it's really important. That's why I wanted to start here. It's really important to understand that all of your thoughts get manifested. Like, it's not like, so some people are like, think of manifesting only in terms of like when something incredible happens, like, oh, I manifested that. Well, you're, you're manifesting all the time. I know mm -hmm. someone asked here recently about, about angel numbers. So angel numbers, you guys, like, this is like always signs of like angels around you, spirit around you. If ones, which ones I know a lot of you guys um, see a lot, ones are really like, pay attention to your thoughts. If you see repetitive ones, if you see one, 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 it's like, okay, you have the ability right now to drop into instant manifesting. Where are your thoughts? Every time I see one, 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 it's like a check for me. Am I thinking about the thing that I'm desiring or am I letting my thoughts like spiral to run, to, like to get away on me? Yeah, I love that checkpoint. And, you know, it's one thing to be aware of your thoughts. It's one one thing to become the gatekeeper of your thoughts and to say, like, to step into the co-creation mode, right? And even as we're talking about this, I just looked at my inbox tab is open on my um, for my Gmail. And I literally have 111 emails <laughs> in my inbox. Like this is that heightened awareness, right? And you can begin to look for these signs. You you can begin to draw your awareness to the fact that all of these like symbols and signs and opportunities for you to feel guided or to even just check in with yourself are literally all around, right? So I love that you use your ones as um, like this check-in point for your thoughts. I think that's really powerful. And I think that we can give ourselves this tool in a lot of ways throughout our day. You know, setting a reminder on your phone, like what, what are the typical energetic lows of your day? For me, bedtime with my kids is like a two hour process. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, I'm so tired, right? So for me, it would be a great idea to set an alarm on my phone for 7.44 PM. That's like a reminder to check in. What are you grateful for? What are you thinking about right now? How are you feeling in this moment, right? For you, it may be that energetic low in the afternoon that comes around three o'clock, right? Or it could be the first thing, like what's the first thing you think about when you wake up in the morning, right? Setting these reminders to become the gatekeeper, to actively be the witness of your thoughts and to say, you know, what is my intention with my thoughts? What am I trying to attract in? What do I want to create and to manifest in my reality? Because here's the thing. And like, let's just dive a little bit deeper into to the power of the understanding of thoughts being your creator. When I have a belief that is really deep rooted, so it goes like belief is like the belly. Belief is like home, like really, really deep rooted, often conditioned from childhood, something that we we never chose. It was taught to us. So you think about your beliefs around education. Well, yeah, I believe every kid should go to school. Okay, well, why do you believe that? Well, I don't know, because every kid goes to school. That's what happens. But have you ever actually taken a moment to think about what your belief truly is about kids going to school? Right. So beliefs are often really, really deeply rooted, conditioned, passed down from generations. You know, people have like really deeply rooted beliefs around money, around marriage, around parenting, what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a white man, what it means to be a black woman, like deep rooted beliefs, the belly. Right. And then the thoughts are like the things that stem from the belief. So if the belief is the root if the belief is like the tulip bulb that you, no one ever sees, the thought is the stem, okay? The thought is the stem that roots up from the garden and it grows leaves and it's the beautiful green stem that you see. And from the thought comes the bloom and the bloom is a flower, it's herbs, it's whatever grows off of that stem and that is the reality, right? So it goes from the belief to this thought that blooms into something that you can touch, feel, smell, experience, write about in your journal, spend money on, 
it's an energy that is constantly building on itself that is brought into your reality through action. Well, if my belief is that kids go to school, then I'm going to register my kid for school and my kid's going to go to school and then they're going to graduate and life is going to be the way that it is. But if I'm willing to look at that belief, if I'm willing to dig up the soil around that belief and to really take that bulb out of the earth and to examine it and to say, okay, let me actually look at this belief. Do I truly believe that kids should go to school? Is that my belief? Actually, I kind of believe in more like worldly learning through experience, through cultures, and I, I really desire to travel. Okay, well, let's look at that. Let's create a new belief that maybe my child gets to learn in a different way, right? Maybe it's not the public school system. And then my thought is more expansive. I'm open to more opportunity when it comes to my child learning. And then from there, the action that I take is that I, I, I keep my child out of kindergarten for an extra year to educate myself. And I end up sending my child to Waldorf, an artistic school that feels more spiritual and rooted in what I truly have under understand that I believe in. So the action is very different. Now my child is going to an alternative school that I never would have even welcomed in my reality unless I was willing to look at the belief, right? So our manifestations within our reality are deeply rooted to thought belief, right? And the more we desire to shift in our reality, the more willing we have to be to really truly peel back the layers and to look within, to look within our energy, within our thoughts, within our beliefs. This is where deconditioning and like really truly understanding where your limitations and blocks are. Because until we can see that, until we can feel that, this is where we're caged. This is where we're boxed in by the beliefs that have been passed down to us. And then we wonder why our reality is so boring or lame or not aligned with what we journal about or what we really truly desire for ourselves. And we don't realize that we've created this invisible cage for ourselves. And what we really need to do is to go in, to tear it all down, to start again, to build outwards, right? Yeah. And I think this is like the biggest thing that we have women coming to us for when they're talking about manifesting, they're like, okay, but they're, they're really tapping that surface level. They're like, you know, I use the I am statements. I do this and that to like really get my thoughts in check, but they're not willing to like really go deeper to like unroot to, to, to go to this layer mm -hmm. of. And, you know, we use this example a lot, but if you layer an I am statement on top of a deep rooted belief that is low vibrational and not yours and doesn't feel good and isn't aligned with the actual I am statement, you know, then it's, it's not landing at all. It's like, you know, when you, um, like so many gardening analogies today, so let's just stick with it. But you know, if you're, you know, I used to weed my garden. That was like my weekend, one of my weekend chores when I was a small child. And my dad would always be like, you know, the patio stones, you have to like get the weeds out from in between the patio stones. And like the root is like under the brick. And you know, my dad would always be like, you have to get the root out or you're going to be picking that exact same weed again next week. And I was always like, Ah, I can't get the root. Like we need to rip up the whole patio for me to get this root. And truthfully, this is the same thing. If you just, you know, you're like, I am brave. I am smart. I am wealthy. I am, I am, I am. And the root is like mangled underneath the brick and your conscious brain, you know, you're saying all of this in your conscious brain. Like I am all these things. I am pretty. I am this. I am showing up. I am, I am, I am. And your subconscious is like, I don't believe any of that. And actually what you've been conditioned to believe is that you're unworthy and you don't trust yourself and you're not will willing or able to surrender. And you have to work hard to make money and money doesn't like your subconscious can not be fooled, can not be fooled. Yeah, this like thought that comes in, like the thought behind the thought, that feeling behind the thought. So you say words like, I am brave. And then you're like, except for yesterday when I wanted to do this thing and then fear kept crept in and then I didn't do it. So like, actually, no, I'm not brave. And then you're like, okay, I am a money magnet. And you're like, oh, except for that, like yesterday, I thought about like purchasing myself 
this plant. And then I was like, oh no, because like, if I do, what if I don't have enough money for this next week? Like, blah, blah. So you're, so all of a sudden you're like saying these things or these reminders are coming up on your phone that's saying like, I am this, but then you're like, no, I'm not. And I love this because literally the conversation, like, I feel like this should be a meme and maybe it is already, but it's like, I'm brave. No, you're not. I'm rich. No, I'm not. I'm becoming a millionaire. Like, what? No, you're not. You're broke. Like you literally have this conversation between, you know, what you're trying to manifest and what, what you actually feel. So, and like the thought behind the thought is so perfect because let's discuss how to shift this. Let's discuss how to get the thought behind the thought to support the thought. Right. And Jack, this is your work and I just love it so much. And it's like this idea of shifting into the, I am becoming a millionaire. I am going to be brave today, right? I am working towards building an empire, right? It's shifting the language so that your subconscious brain hears your conscious brain talking and is like, yes, girl, yes. That's exactly what we're gonna work on today. So it's almost like, taking the thought and creating the intention behind it to move your body, to move your energy, to move your actions in response to this thought that feels like positive action and energy, right? It feels like momentum. Yeah. So when we talk about, you know, in the beginning, we said how our coach says like, what's the better feeling thought? That better feeling thought has to be a thought you can get your energy behind. Mm -hmm. You have to back these thoughts the shifts with energy it has to be in energetic alignment for you or else you're just gonna have this like rolling script that's like judgy that's like doubting that's being like nope 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 especially also if you have a lot of open centers in your human design you're gonna take in energy from other people so you're gonna have all of this evidence that you've collected that's showing you well no you're not brave Mm -hmm. no you're not wealthy no you're not like blah 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 so you have to really align like get the beliefs and and shift into something that you can be like can i feel this yeah can i get my energy behind like that's possible that that could be my new reality that that could be the truth yes and not even could this be the truth is this the truth right is this true am i becoming a millionaire yeah, I'm working towards becoming a millionaire. Okay, yeah, I that's true. Everything I'm doing right now is working towards the goal of becoming a millionaire. Yes, that is my truth. And right? where we often limit ourselves here is when there's like a timeline. So if we're like, I'm going to be a millionaire in 2020, then your beliefs might come in like, well, no, you're not. Whereas you're like, okay, I am like working, you know, I'm becoming a millionaire. And if there's no timeline on it, do you believe that you could be a millionaire in this lifetime? Mm-hmm. Much different feeling. Right. And this is so true because with all of our manifestations, we typically attach it to this like linear man-made timeline, like Jack said. So, you know, we create all of these goals. We create these structures around when we want to manifest things by based on making logical sense. So if we say, if Jack and I are like, okay, we have a million dollar vision and then we're like, okay, let's make a million dollars in June. Well, both of our brains are like, er, hold up. Like that's not going to work for us. Like we only have 15 days left in the month. Like how are we going to make a million dollars? So it instantly the how comes the logic, the practicality, the masculine energy comes in and squashes any flow, any creativity, any open energetic portal that could have even made that possible, right? If we remove the linear timeline, if we remove the practical side of the manifestation, then all of a sudden, the only thing that's left is possibility, right? So we remove the masculine energy and all we have left is flow. So if now all of a sudden we're like, we're going to make a million dollars, then we're like, Yes, 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 yes. Right. It's it, it turns how into a wonder question versus how being this incredible foot stomp, like how, you know, and you're like, oh wah. how becomes, right? how becomes more of like a playful thing, like how like so Ooh, many possibilities. Yeah, it's this like wonder, it's this curiosity, it's this play. And for me, really in leading women through manifesting, it's like it, it is like moving that how of like step by step aside. Mm-hmm. Because if you are manifesting and think you need to ha- figure out the how, 
you're not co-creating. You're like, I have to do all the pieces. That's not, that's not manifesting you guys. So Robin asked this the other day too. And she's like, are there any types when we were talking human design, you're like, is, and the G center specifically, you're like, are there any types that are like really aligned with the how? No. So your G center, you guys, in your human design is really the place where this is your internal compass. This is your internal GPS. And whether you're defined or undefined, you really are aligned to not figure out the how. So for people with a defined G center, this is typically where you really struggle, is thinking that you need to know each next step when you can follow your internal compass here. This is defined for you, which means you have consistent access to energy and power here. When you can trust that each next step is going to reveal the next step, mm. you get led in the right direction. I and for that. people with an undefined G, your whole thing is that when you put yourself in the right experience, where you listen to your authority, where you listen to like, oh, this feels good for me to be here. Oh, these people don't feel good for me to be around. So I'm going to like remove myself. When you put yourself in the right experience, the right people, the right places, the right opportunities, everything gets drawn to you. So again, for you, don't figure out the how it's surrendering to the universe. Yeah. My favorite thing that you said in there was this, like letting the how reveal itself or letting the truth reveal itself, letting the way reveal itself one step after another. And, you know, I think when we're in the process of manifesting, whether that's our first five figure month in business or our, you know, our, our one love or a, a, our dream house, you know, whatever it is that we are manifesting, I think we get really stuck in all of the things that need to happen in between where we are and where we desire to be. And we forget we forget that all it takes is one small action to initiate a big, giant, energetic ripple, right? One action you take today could initiate an entire process, right? Sometimes it's enough by simply saying, like, I am ready. I'm ready to release this energy. I'm ready to release this belief for to make space for something new. Even if I don't know what that new thing is yet, can I begin to release the grips of the reality that I am currently clinging to? Right. And you guys, this is so like such beautiful timing. But like if you are trying to manifest something new, if you're trying to manifest your dream house or your, your like uh, uh, the next evolution of your relationship or more money, you have got to be willing to let go of the comforts in which you have right now. Right. So you like you have to be willing to let go of what you have right now to make space for the big thing that is is trying to come in or that is ready to come in. So this is a really fun story, actually. So my husband and I are also in the process of, I mean, manifesting our dream home. And I'm saying that in air quotations because this is going to be, this is what the story is. So we keep going back and forth between we're ready and like we really desire our dream home. And then we oscillate between these two desires. Like, do we desire the next dream home or does that look like a travel home? Like, do we want a, a destination house that we can go to or are we comfortable here? Or do we like, do, is it too much work? Is it like, so we go like, yeah, 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 we're ready. And then we oscillate between these two desires, the desire to be comfortable and the desire to expand, the desire to have a dream home, the desire to try something different, the desire, right? So often we have dueling desires. Okay. And we think that we're trying to manifest something. We think like, oh, I'm, I'm manifesting my dream home. But the universe is like, what you are right? like now you're man. Oh, oh, because yesterday I heard you say that you were actually comfortable here. Right. Oh, oh, yesterday I thought I heard you say you wanted to buy a house in Hawaii, not in Brackendale. Oh, oh, Oh no! Oh, the, oh, you're oh right. Okay, well, we're back in the realm of desiring your dream. Oscillating energy, oscillating desires, like oscillating beliefs. I believe in this. I believe in that. I want this. I want that. I need this. I need th the universe. Is like I'm just gonna be over here, ready for you when you're you. You let me know, 
right? And we have this oscillating energy that bounces between things that we want. And we, we put focus here and then we shift it and then we're in and then we're out and then we're ready and then we're not ready. And a lot of people try to manifest from this place. You guys, manifesting has to come from a crystal clear energy, whether you're a specific or non-specific manifester, the feeling, the details, the place, the vibe, the desire has got to be clear. It would be more effective and more efficient for your manifestation practice to take a year to get clear on what you want than spending a, a year desiring one thing and then desiring the next. And then, like, it's like literally like the universe is watching a bouncy ball. Just like ping, 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 ping. And you're just waiting there like, why isn't, why isn't this working? Why, why am I not getting the things that I want? You're just like, well, yesterday you said you wanted a man. Today you said you wanted a woman. Yesterday you said you wanted the house. Now you want the caravan. Then you want, you know, it's like, okay, let me find my center. Let me align with my truth. Let me understand what feels in alignment with me to manifest into my reality in this moment doesn't need to be the big 10-year vision like what is the next step right what is the next thing what is the like what is the one thing that i need to do in this moment to expand what is the next thing right ah the two things you said there brought up for me so i remind me if i forget this piece to share a story about sam um yeah. and manifestors but yeah. i really when you about like timing there and manifesting people ask us this question all the time you guys too like well can you manifest in the moment can you manifest instantly when you have clean energy when your energy is so like crystal clean like you can manifest instantly there's no like again there's like there's no timeline for the universe mm -hmm. but it has to be from this this energy this energy that you're so clear that you're so open to receive that you're in this place of like we said not figuring it out you're, you're surrendered, you trust, things shift so fast when you're in energetic alignment with the thing that you're desiring, with the thing that you're calling in, with the thing that you're manifesting. On that point, I was just going to say, like, your energy is the universe's timeline. When your energy is all in, the universe is like, bingo, now's the time. Like, I can feel it. She's in, she's ready. She's released all the bullshit. She's released. She's like open to receive. She's ready. She's, she's shown me she's ready. Now is the time. Right. The universe's timeline is not this man-made weird months, days, hours. The universe is infinite. It doesn't understand your language. All it understands is your energy. Is your energy in or is your energy out? Is your energy expansive or is your energy contracting and restrictive? If your energy is contracting and restrictive, you know, my favorite analogy that I use to explain this is like you're you're a fisherman literally in a boat and you're dragging a net and you're you're out fishing and you're like oh boop -a doop doo got my net out and i'm just like going fishing and then you pull your net in and you're like what why is my net empty like what happened and then you look at your net and you're like oh my net was closed well duh freaking duh i didn't catch any fish today right your energy is the net is your energy closed off and restricted contracting around control, lack, scarcity, masculine, like wounded masculine energy that's striving, forcing, hustling, like I need this, God, success, money. Like, is your energy hungry and needy? Is your energy restricted? Or are you the fisherman who's dragging this beautiful net behind the boat that is wide open and you're just like, la, 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 out fishing, out fishing, out fishing. And you bring your net in at the end of the day and you're like, wow, I didn't even know that I was in the part of the ocean that had tuna. Like, I can't believe it. Look at all these tuna. This is a miracle. Right. And you're like flabbergasted by what you actually attracted, what landed in your net, because you were so open that you had attracted literally a type of fish you've never even seen in those waters before. Right. Your energy is the universe's timeline. Are you open or are you closed? That is the only thing the universe is waiting for. It has nothing to do with the things you think it does.
that also brought up this thought of what my soul coach said to me one of the first times her and I were on a call together, but it's like stuck with me. And when you're talking about like that hunger, that thing that you're like, mm. that you're after. And she said, the thing that you're hungry for is the thing that you have a block to. Yeah. Cause it's that thing that you're always feel like you have to like go out and chase that you have to like go out and get. So you're that. actually not just like open to receiving it. And I was like, well, shit. Yeah. And I think this is a cool conversation piece as well, because, you know, blocks come in a lot of forms. So what I used to be hungry for was success. Like, I just want to be successful. Well, what does that mean? Well, I don't know. Okay. So you're hungry for success, but you don't actually know what success means to you. Okay. So let me define success. So my old version of success, wounded masculine version of success was money, winning, numbers, like large number of people in our programs, larger community, more likes, more uh, people inquiry, like, just like, I want the big, I want it to feel successful. I want to have something on a piece of paper that says like, look, Robin is now successful. So I'm hungry for this weird fucked up definition of success. Okay. Healing, 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 shifting, 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 uprooting, 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 feminine, feminine, feminine. All of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm not hungry for success. And what does success even mean to me? Success is actually about the way that I feel. It's about fulfillment. It's about connection. It's about freedom. It's about fluidity and creativity. It's about impact. It's about global change. And all of a sudden, I'm like more numbers, more money, more success that flows after the energy, that flows after the why, that flows after the openness, the expansion, the truth comes into play. And I just want to circle this back for anyone who missed this. But when you, as soon as you started using the words of like how you wanted to feel, Remember Robin as a non-specific manifest or she tapped into the feeling versus the like list of all the things that she thought she was going to check off. How quickly did your like success come to you? Effortlessly. And this is when people say like overnight success. It's like, no, you got overnight alignment. And, and, and not that it's like overnight because it takes, there was a lot of work. There was a lot of like digging, but it's like, as soon as you like, Overnight success means like, no, I just got in an energetic alignment. And then all of a sudden I was open. And, you know, I think this is the thing that we say all the time, or well, I don't know if you say it, but I feel like I say it to my clients all the time. Once you get it, you get it. You can't unlearn it. Once you feel it, you feel it. It's like, oh, this is it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get it now. Right. That can take a day. Um, I've had a client's experience it, a client, clients. I've had a client experience it in four weeks, like four calls. And she was like, oh my God, I get it. Like gone from like this wound up ball of wounded masculine energy to like total liberated, fully expressed woman who was like, oh my, I can't believe that I'm like a new person in four weeks. And we've had clients that we've been working with for years who are still in process, right? So everyone's process is different everyone's unearthing process everyone's like it's all it, it's so different but once you get it it feels like it happens overnight because it, it can be it can happen in an instant where you're just like oh my gosh i get it now i get it i get it i get it i get it once you understand how to manipulate your energy how to feel your energy you cannot unlearn that feeling right so in the meantime it's this practice. It's creating the gatekeeper. It's being the gatekeeper of your thoughts. It's checking in with yourself. It's doing the do, like setting the reminders on your phone, journaling about your manifestations, you know, um, whether you're a non-specific or specific manifester, creating a manifestation practice within your day that's going to help you strengthen this practice. You know, I think the cool thing for Jack and I now, after like years of doing this work, is that check-in for us is actually in an instant, like, what am I manifesting right now? What am I open to receive in this moment? So Sam, I'm going to share Sam's one a piece of her story here. Sam's one of our clients. She's in the shift with us and she's a manifester. Just if you're interested in her human design, she's a manifester. And she has this property that she's really desiring to manifest. And she asked me last week, she's like, she's like, you know, but then I talk to other people and they're like, but think about X, Y, and Z. And then I like start to be like, she's like, do I have to be realistic? And I was like, no. 
when you're manifesting, you don't need to be realistic. The and in fact, specifically for manifestors, manifesting generators, where you really manifest is from the dream realm, from mm -hmm. this like dream playful realm. So you have to allow yourself to go there. You have to allow yourself to go to the place when you're manifesting that is full of like total dream, envision it, feel it, call it in, and don't feel like you need to limit it. This is what happens is we limit ourselves because we're like, you don't want to be disappointed because, you know, you share your idea with somebody else and they're like, eh, what about this or this problem that could come well, up, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah, all of the things or what what she, what Sam had said, she's like, you know, and then if I like run this property and blah, 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 then you're gonna have to deal with customers who are like unhappy. And I'm like, who says? Who says you're going to have there's gonna be people coming that are unhappy? Like when you're manifesting, don't go into the what ifs of the negative. Stay in the what ifs of the like high vibe, excited, like mm -hmm. desire energy. But you have to be willing to like, like literally like you have to be willing to daydream. If you were a child who was told not to daydream, you know, that was like, get your head out of the clouds. No, that's where you want your head to be. Allow your head to be in the clouds. Yeah. And this goes back to uprooting those beliefs, right? The practices that have become a part of my everyday from a very, very, very wounded masculine background have been insanely flipped around, challenged, worked through, and rerouted. And I cannot tell you how much these practices have changed my entire life, my mothering, my relationship, my marriage, my, my relationship to self my my money my ability to magnetize money clients like next level shifts and all it is is reawakening the woman who you already are it's like the unveiling but in order to unveil you have to uproot you have to you have to be willing to work for her to to need her to like knead with your hands like massage her out to to soften her to embrace her to touch her to feel her into existence i think when you know when i first started manifesting i think there was a lot of like I don't know, like hoopla around it. Like I, I, it felt like this shiny, sparkly thing that people in the wellness industry were doing and I wanted to experience it. And what I've learned along the way is that it's something you're naturally doing right now. It's something you're naturally doing in this very moment with the thoughts that are recurring, with the patterns and cycles that already exist in your, in your lifestyle, in your communication styles, in the words you choose, in your language, in your in your sex life, right? It's it's all an imprint. It's already happening. So when I learned this, honestly, I remember thinking to myself, you know, if I am currently manifesting right now without putting any energy towards it, I'm aimlessly and mindlessly manifesting my reality based on who I've been. But I don't I don't want to be that person again. I don't want to create the same mistakes. I don't want to create the same outcomes. I don't want to have the same fight in my relationship. I don't want to have the same sex. I don't want to make the same amount of money. I don't want the same shitty clients. I don't want that. I don't want the same level of satisfactory comfort in my life. I want to, I want to consciously manifest something that feels like truth. I want to consciously manifest something that feels like abundance, that feels like freedom, that feels like joy, right? And it all comes back to this remembering that joy is your birthright, that abundance is the natural state of the universe, that pleasure, we are given human bodies to feel pleasure. If you don't experience pleasure in your physical body it's not because your body's broken it's because you have a block in your energy your body is built to experience pleasure right so all of this work that you do every single decision that you make right what are what are you going to choose to do with that energy what's your what's your decision what's your choice going to be in this moment to continue to rewrite the same patterns, to continue to, to repeat the same story over and over and over again, or to consciously manifest something that feels better. 
this conversation was like literally like hitting me right here. Yeah, this is like G center spot for me, you guys. I don't have a defined sacral. So like G center is typically where I get that like draw in that hell yes feeling. And this is the center that houses like your identity, your sense of purpose, direction, love, and everything you were saying there, Ram. I was like, oh yeah, this is like to really tap into like the identity of like who you are, who you desire to be as a woman. At a soul level. Not in a mind level, not in at an ego level, but in your soul, who do you desire to be? Wild fans, if you are ready to learn how to be a true co-creator of your life, to be the true co-creator, to learn how to manifest, to harness your energy, to shift your frequency and your vibration, to magnetize your desires, to shift into alignment with that which you wish to call in, we have something incredible coming your way. We have the co-creation masterclass, which is a free masterclass going down with Robin and I. It's happening on July 29th. You can check the show notes out to register for that one. Join us live, be in our energy, learn how to use your thoughts as a tool to manifest your desires. We are going to be teaching you how to tap into the realm of potentiality and how to really take inspired action day after day to embody your desires to co-create with the universe and we cannot wait to have you join us live so come check it out we'll see you inside the co-creation masterclass. we love you and please like always if this episode is resonating with you if you took something away from this episode, we'd love for you to share it, share it with the women in your network, it, share it on your socials and make sure you tag us at For the Wild Femme. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at For the Wild Femme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there and we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community, you can tag the Femme Podcast on Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire and choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like, $11, 33 or $77 for the entire month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark uh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.